Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Because I'm just curious, when, just generally speaking, especially with the quarterbacks, when a coach for the other team announces that the their main quarterback's out, and it's just it, there's no question yeah. about it, does that ever change your thinking at all during the week? I mean, it could. I think if you really have distinctly different type quarterbacks, and some do, some are, you know, when you have that runner versus that passer, that that's one of the guy's strengths. He's like really part of the you know, run game of scrambling and all those things. And if another guy's more of the passer, like that can change some thinkings. And, you know, a few teams have that just depending on their personnel. But that doesn't apply to Stanford, you know. I do think that, you know, what you can see on tape, um, you know, Costello, he can move well. He runs. But I think, I think Mills is probably a little bit more. Of a, but they're there to throw the ball. They're there to hand it off eight yards deep and to throw the ball in the in the in the pocket and um, doesn't mean they won't do a little something different, but you know I think they they have the system they like and they recruit to that. I was gonna say even when even when they put on tape that Mills is versatile as a, as a pass catcher, they can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're always you're always preparing for tricks and those type of things. Um, you know I think he's a really good athlete and all those type of things. I mean I think that's that's obvious. The play he made there was really obvious. I mean they had two guys there and he went up and got it. Um, but, um, you know, we just we prepare for the system of what we see on tape. You feel like you have a group that does a good job of taking every team seriously every single week and never looking past anybody. I, I think that. I think we've always done that. Yeah. Um, now, I always say this, like, every week to get up and have that mental edge, that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to get beat in this league. Like, we've learned that. And our, our team does not look by anybody. I know that. Um, and you just hope that they can regroup. And I think some of it has to do with managing energy during the week so they can really play their best and, mm-hmm. and peak on Saturday. Uh, but it's easier said than done. How do you get that message across? Do you get fired up? Do you kind of yeah. have a calm demeanor? What's your <laughs> – Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you got to read your team. There's ebbs and flows. Yeah. And, uh, and um, you know, my nature's more fired up than probably not. <laughs> so you just got to do, do what you do best, right? Does that change at all this week, Chris, when, you, when you're talking about an environment where you really have to create your energy right from the jump because you, it just doesn't have that kind yeah. of traditional classic, yeah. the pageantry of college football everyone talks about, yeah. large crowds, that kind of thing? Yeah. And so, I mean, all, all we can do is, is talk about it and then replicate it the best we can in practice. Um, but that's part of, like – you know, the beauty of Stanford. Like, they have their own unique way. And there's been no better team in the Pac-12 in the last 10 years than Stanford. Let's, let's not forget that. And our guys don't forget that. I mean, they know when they play Stanford what's coming their way. So the message is there. 
you know, we don't, we don't play the games as coaches. We try to get them as prepared and we'll put the information out there and, you know, and then you, hopefully you, you practice the right way and on Saturday you cut it loose. This program has not won a game down there since 2007. That's obviously predates you and not anything that you're concerned about, but why, why is it so darn hard outside of maybe the energy factor to win a game in that stadium? I think they got a good team. Yeah. I mean, they have good teams. They're the winning. Did he not hear my last statement? <laughs> They're the winningest team in the Pac-12, you know? I mean, they got good teams, right? So, I mean, it doesn't matter if there's, you know, packed house or not. They just play ball. And they always have. It doesn't matter. Like, I like, I love that mentality about those. It doesn't matter. They'll go play anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, they'll play at their, whatever. They're going to play good. And um, we respect that. Levi said he thought the younger guys actually maybe play better on the road than they do at home because there's not as much pressure when they're on the road. Do you, do you kind of feel that way? Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not playing the game for, you know, mm-hmm. maybe Levi felt like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always a lot of, you know, pressure and pressure. I mean, pressure can be a good thing, mm-hmm. right? It really can. We just got to make sure we frame it and keep it in perspective. This is not life and death. We're not curing cancer here. And, um, but these are really important events to us and we put our heart and soul into them. And that's, that's the, you know, the, the trick is to get the, the energy yeah. and the focus right. I saw you put Puka on the seating chart uh, as a second stringer. Yep. Is there a chance we could see Ty Jones redshirt this year? Uh, he, you know, he could. Um, and that's one of the things we're discussing. He's practicing full speed. Mm-hmm. And so we're just kind of looking and getting a couple more games into this thing. But, um, you know, he's back and rocking and rolling. Yeah. And, you know, the other guys have, you know, been solid out there. And so we're just kind of proceeding as business as usual. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With, with Jacob Eason's temperament, you know, so even keeled, does that help him in road settings, just the way that he never seems to get up and down in situations? You know, I think that demeanor in general helps you wherever you are, you know, if you can kind of stay even keel. I think, um, you know, we've been, I don't know, we've been pretty lucky that I think all of our quarterbacks have kind of been like that, you know, they got a competitiveness to them, but they're not kind of up and down, and I think they just try to, you know, focus on the next play, and I think that, that can help him. Uh, certainly at that position, for sure. What's your respect level for David Shaw and what mm-hmm. he's done down there? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's awesome. You know, I, I mean, we've always appreciated Stanford. I mean, they can get some of the best players in the country. They really can. Um, you know, it's and, it, and it, they have that unique advantage mm-hmm. in terms of the academics that they sell. Their pool will be smaller. You know, so that's a challenge. They recruit the nation, so that's that's a challenge because there's, there's a lot of ground to cover. But they've done it, and they've done a great job with it. And um, like I said, I mean, I think they just kind of have their, their style, their philosophy, and you respect that. Have the running backs made it really tough for you guys to figure out how to rotate those guys because of how they play? Um, you know, again, I, we, we kind of leave that to, you know, each coach, and I, I think Keith Bonif has done a good job. Um, you know, we're going to need – I've always said that we're going to need all those guys. You know, Miles played here for so long, and then all of a sudden there's like a three-game stretch. 
and we needed those other guys. And so Savon gets off to a good start, and then he misses a game, and those other guys don't miss a beat, and they pick up the pace. And so um, I think he does a great job of kind of mixing and matching, keeping all involved. And, you know, I think then all of a sudden somebody gets a hot hand and really feeling like they got something going, then it's the coach's job to make sure that guy's getting the ball a little more. How deep is this secondary now compared to maybe even where it was for the opener? Yeah, I I don't think like that. Like you like we you can't you're not deep unless you got a lot of guys stacked behind it. Mm-hmm. And when we're playing six and seven DBs, there's not a lot of depth there. One guy gets hurt, and then it's mag- it's musical chairs, mm-hmm. and it's and we just knock on wood, right? I'm <laughs> uh, saying my head's made of wood. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was pointing to the door. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, then it, then it all changes. And so that's the nature of college football yeah. is just playing a lot of DBs. And so, you know, everybody's like this depth. No, we, we're trying to recruit more guys to this position. We don't have enough guys. How much have they grown in the last five yeah, years? Yeah, I think that's been great. I mean, I think all of our, our young guys, I think the team's grown, you know, and I think this is going to be another really <laughs> significant test. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, everything you guys are talking about, you know, going down there, how tough it is to win. Tough program, different style, all those things. And so I think I think they've grown and you know, as coaches you're you're on edge because this is a different type test, you know. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden we're on to different chapters in this midterm and we'll see how these guys do. We talked to Elijah about his Elijah Molden about his relationship <laughs> with Savan Ahmed. I remember when you first showed up here, guys would talk about how kickers were rooming with defensive linemen, linebackers were quarterbacks. You really went out and mixed up all the yeah. positions. Do you do you still do something like that? Oh yeah, that that's part of uh, you know part of just like the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, we still mix lockers up and all those type of things just to force the issue because, and um, I think the guys really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, at first they're like, you know, everybody loves being in their comfort zone, right? But nothing grows in the comfort zone, so it's like get out of your. And then they, they oh, this is great, you know. And I'll have some guys say to me, you know, talking about a guy, and and then they'll say, yeah. He was my lock, you know. He was my locker mate like a year ago, mm-hmm. and you know, so just little things like that. And so it's really important that all those guys could hang out with each other. How do you How do you grow outside of your comfort zone? <laughs> I'm in my com- I'm out of my comfort zone every day in this job. Um, really? I, you know, way back when uh, I can't remember. It might have been, you know, it's one of the head coaches that I work for. Uh, might have been Dan Hawkins. Just said, you know, part part of this job, you know, you can do this job. But you're just going to have to be really comfortable being uncomfortable. Hmm. It's like guillotines, like sitting on your neck, like every day, and you got to be able to juggle a lot of balls. And I think I think that. I mean, that's there's a lot of detail to it. But like those two big things, always, um, you know, you, you got to be out of your comfort zone because that's what it is. But that's also a good thing. What's your comfort level right now at this very second? <laughs> Okay, I guess we're done with this interview. He always <laughs> is it with the right question, right? All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.